on this episode of Same Team, y'all. I've been been watching this new movie called uh, uh, Poopy Diaper. (laughs) It's a great great movie. No one makes uh, critiquing ping pong tables sound quite as B.A. as Mr. Common. (laughs) And the truth is, we wouldn't have freedom. We would would still be part of the United Kingdom if if the French didn't help us out. She was like, now you're going to give me that interview or you don't get your clothes back, Mr. President. Which I think is amazing. (laughs) As you know, the library is indoors. (laughs) (laughs) One of our co-workers at the library system that we work at passed away. Mm -hmm. I'm going to admit, I didn't really know her that well. She was much beloved by many Many people, not just in the library, but in our community. She was uh, she was a force of nature for sure. Uh, I had to check with you to see if that was good. Hey Tess. Hey Eric, hey. how's it going? <laughs> I'm doing well. Hey, it's been two weeks. <laughs> this is a fortnightly podcast. This is yeah. If we weren't clear, this is a fortnightly podcast. Uh, what are you guys listening to, Tess? Why don't you tell the listeners? Oh, well, you're listening to the same team, y'all. Yeah. And, and what's our deal? <laughs> what's the deal? The same what's team, the y'all. deal with this podcast? <laughs> the deal is that uh, me and Eric are friends, and we both work at a library, and we love stuff, and. This is our podcast to talk about stuff that we love, mm-hmm. some uplifting moments from the library, some encouragements and affirmations and stuff for you guys, the listeners, because we're all on the same team, y'all, no matter who you are. And we just want to spread some positivity and peace throughout the land. Boom! I always Boom. ask you to do it because you do it so much better than me. Because whenever I do, I was like, we like things like comic books and the, 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 the. Another thing, too, is uh, same team, y'all. I was just about to mention that. Uh, you think we can get Jerry Seinfeld on the cast? Can you <laughs> no, imagine? Like, What's he doing now? I don't know. What's the deal with that Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> we'll start tweeting at him. <laughs> oh, God. Um, speaking of which, what's our Twitter handle? Oh, our Twitter handle is at Team Team, y'all. Yeah. So follow us on Twitter. Oh, also, um, if you're listening to this, uh, whatever podcast service that you listen to us through, feel free to give us a rating and a review. Yeah. I, I Only I, if you like us, though. I try to be cool. Well, even if you didn't like us, just, I made this joke on our old cast, but just, if you didn't like us, don't write the review. <laughs> Just send it to us in an email. Yeah. And we'll be happy to read it on the cast. Our, really? Yeah. Our email, by the way, is sameteamyall at gmail.com. Boom. Perfect. That's great. And uh, Jerry Seinfeld, if you're listening, <laughs> we would love to have you on the cast. I really liked uh, B-Movie. I thought it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Did you watch B-Movie? Uh, it was one of his finest performances. <laughs> it was phenomenal. It was so punny. Um, what are you loving these past two weeks, Miss Tess? Um, okay, I don't know, even know where to start. I've been loving so much stuff, so right? Many things, yeah, yeah, so many things to love. We to peel back the curtain, guys. What we do is we send each other lists of things that we love, things that we may talk about in the cast, but we don't have to talk about all of them. And I think what if I'm not going to speak for you, Tess, but for me, I end up loving more things yeah. that override that original list. Yeah, it's almost like we need to like meet more often, but it's hard to do that. Yeah, you know. Um, I guess we'll start with uh, something, some some things I think that you will have comments on. Ah. <laughs> I just saw the new live action Beauty and Beast. Okay, I have not seen this movie yet. What? But I, what? I know, I know. Did you assume I'd seen it, right? Oh my god, I've assumed that you've well, seen it like four times I've been wa- by now. I've been watching this new movie called... Uh, uh, poopy diaper. <laughs> it's a great. It's a great movie. It happens. It's a movie that just spontaneously happens in the middle of the night and stuff like oh, that. Wow. I'm in for new listeners. I'm a new dad, so yeah. yeah uh, yeah. Little baby Freya was here. By the way, how great was Freya looking today? She was looking <sighs> awesome. Her hair was so fly. I know. Um, I should tweet out a picture of her hair. I I part her. So my Freya is a very hairy. A hairy, hairy baby. baby. She, when she was born, because she was born early, she had that body hair. You know how babies have that fur? Uh, she had like really, she, no, you know what I mean, right? Like no, that, I don't know what you mean. No, I don't have a baby. Oh, yeah, well, okay. About. So I guess when you have a baby, you learn about baby stuff. Um, So for people that don't know, when babies are in the womb, they are covered in fur, like little furry creatures, like wow, fur babies. I didn't know that. And when they're born, like if they're born, sometimes when they're born and sometimes when they're born early, because uh, Freya was born three weeks early, she was covered in body hair, like her back was furry. You can 
comb it and brush it, you know? So oh, she wow. was a, most of it's gone. She has a little bit on her, on her tushy, but her, her <laughs> head is, she's got a full head of hair. Anyway, I brushed it and I gave her like a, this really sweet, like part, like down the side. And she's she ready. like she's about to go to a job interview. Oh, I know. Great. I love like parting her hair. Like she's so professional. And then she like poops her pants. She's like, hey guys, what's going on? But anyway, um, that's what I've been busy with. So I haven't seen the Beauty and the Beast movie. Okay. Well, this really like bums me out because I was I hoping know. we'd be able to talk about it. Well, I'm just going to tell you, I think I, Beauty and the Beast, correct me if I'm wrong, one of your favorite Disney movies? It's probably, if I had to sit and think about it, it is probably, so I'm still writing the new movie High from Moana. Right, you know, right, like right, it's, right. I do this thing where like a new one comes out and I'm like, this is the best one of all time. And then like a good year passes, I can really think about it. Um, it's probably Beauty and the Beast is my favorite of all okay. time. Okay, all right. So this is the live action version of one of your favorite Disney movies, which is why I thought you'd maybe seen it. Like I know six seven, or, six, six or, or seven times. I saw right now. I saw Moana three times in the theater, so <laughs> I should have seen this one at least six. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorite Disney movies, yeah. also. And I was sort of on this thing like I don't like that they're making live action versions of all these animated movies mm-hmm. because I feel like that that creative spark could be used to make brand new exciting movies for us to love but I can't say that I didn't like it because yeah. it was it's it's very visually stimulating all the effects in it all of the actors in it are really excellent but in addition to that, you know how the live-action Cinderella, which is the only other live-action Disney movie I've seen so far. I didn't see the live-action Jungle Book oh, yet. Oh, Jungle Book. I know. I need to go back it, and watch Jungle it. Jungle Book, for you guys, if you haven't watched it, is the movie that proves that Idris Elba is sexy even if he's in animal form. <laughs> oh, well, also Zootopia. Zootopia. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about it. Yeah, he was a sexy wildebeest. He was infinitely sexy. Idris <laughs> um, Elba, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, come join us on the cast. Okay. Um, but uh, you know how in the live-action Cinderella, movie it's sort of cleared up some plot holes that were in the original cinderella okay i felt like the live action beauty and the beast sort of clears up some plot would it be spoilery to talk about what this plot i mean i i mean i've seen the it would be spoilery so i don't know if you want to have it spoiled for you because there's this amazing theory that i've developed so i really threw you off your game by not watching i thought that you had seen it so i could talk to you about my normally i have normally i would have um the let me ask you this do you know if it's still in theaters it is. Okay. Because I just saw it. Can we just save it till next podcast? Yes, we I can. S- okay, listeners, <laughs> I swear to you and Tess. Tess, you can say this. I just dropped down to one knee. <laughs> a dove flew in through the window. It landed on my shoulder. I, swall- I, I swear to you guys that I will watch the Beauty and the Beast movie. Okay, so. And then we'll um, talk about it. And then it. when you come back, tell me, say, Tess, I'm now ready to talk about time loop theory. Oh, no, shut up. You're a liar. I'm really? Not, I'm Time not a liar. loop theory of Beauty, Beauty and the Beast? Beauty and the Beast is actually a science fiction film. Uh, and I, I've got a theory to prove it, but when you watch the movie, then you can come back to me because it's, it has to do with one of the plot yes. holes that I think is filled out. So, guys, inside baseball, uh, my wife just left with Freya to like do some groceries. We need to wrap this up. And I need to run to the theater right now and watch this. I, I don't know what to do. This is amazing. This is more amazing than thinking, why did Vin Diesel betray his family? <laughs> well, okay, speaking of movies you have seen. Um, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, here's a movie that you have seen that I wanted to talk to you okay. about. Uh, my my dear husband Brett, um, who you've referred to as a barbarian, a barbarian in the in the most in the most <laughs> in endearing an affectionate way, way. Yeah. Uh, my, um, my lovable barbarian. In that he likes what he likes and he doesn't like what he doesn't like, and he's not afraid to say so. And no bones about it. No, Good for yeah. him. That's and, something uh, you know. And I love him dearly. And the other night he I um, do too. he stayed. <laughs> He stayed up late and he watched Man of Steel. Okay. Um, which is a movie that you really like. 2013 Superman movie. Yeah. And he said to me, he, he was telling me. Starring oh. Henry Cavill. Yeah. So he said, oh, so I think you're going to be pleased to hear this. He generally liked it. He said. Uh, this is amazing. I know. He said, he said, oh, um, that guy was pretty good as Superman. Are they going to make other movies with him as Superman? And I was like, oh, dude, they already did. Remember those <laughs> ones you said you hated before you saw? Those are the ones they made. <laughs> well, no, Brett didn't say that, but other people Oh, said I, that. I was talking to all of the world. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, Brett's pretty good about not forming opinions about things until he's seen them. Although he is a little like, oh, Ben Affleck is Batman. I don't know. A lot and of people were concerned, I did too. let him know that Ben Affleck is your Batman now. <laughs> no, so, no pressure. That's the endorsement for Ben Affleck is Batman. Um, and he said, uh, and he he liked uh, he liked Russell Crowe in the movie. 
Uh, he thought Amy Adams was good, and he had he had two questions Amy as Lois Lane. He had two questions for you. Number okay. one, are you speaking Superman... at me through Brett now? Like Brett <laughs> is no, no, no. Me. Like, can Superman? Well, he asked me, and I was like, I don't know. I'm gonna have to ask the expert. Can Superman breathe in outer space? Okay, not actually an expert. So here's your answer. <laughs> Superman technically doesn't need to breathe or eat. He gets his sustenance from the sunlight. Okay, but in the movie, yeah. he uh, exerts himself and yeah. then he'll breathe very heavily. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so that's why Brett was confused and then he flies out into outer space and he seems to also be able to breathe out there. <laughs> Uh, acting things. You okay. know, technically, I think in the comic book, Superman gets all his power from the sun, right? Okay. And it's not like when the sun is, like, when it's nighttime, he can't fly. Like, he just has it stored up like a battery. Like a solar power. Yeah. Like... And technically, he doesn't have to eat or breathe, but he still does those things because he was raised on Earth and all okay. that. But in the movie... Oh, like it's... to fit in. Yeah, well, okay. to fit in or you were raised... To breathe, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, you just okay. kind of do it. Like, same thing with eating. Like, you don't need to, but it tastes good kind of thing. Well, you do need to eat. We do. Superman does Superman doesn't. <laughs> so, okay, guys, if you're listening, please don't don't subscribe to the same team y'all diet of just stop eating. I'm a dad. I don't have time for food. Um, you should definitely keep eating. In the, I guess that's a good point, because in the movie, they do this weird thing where, like, the it's the, what is it, the air of Krypton, like, affects him in such a right. way. So, if he doesn't need to breathe, why does it affect him? Uh, I would say in the movie, he does need to breathe, and he's breathing in space, but he doesn't realize he's breathing in vacuum. I don't know. His lungs are so powerful, they don't burst when he breathes in space. And the other question is... Um... Henry Cavill, if you're listening, <laughs> tell us, why are you breathing in outer space, bro? Yeah, Knock it off. Tweet at us. Tweet at us, us Henry Cavill. My mom loves you, by the way. <laughs> she does. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Lois Lane... Kind of in this movie, kind of knows that Superman is or that Clark Kent is Superman. Yes, like sort of immediately. Yeah. and then he goes to work at her paper, yeah. and they're like winking at each other. Yeah. Like, let's do a story about well, Superman. They do I'm that. Like, hey guys, do you know Superman? I know Superman. They do that thing too at the end. It's one of my favorite lines of the ending line of any movie, mostly because I'm a, a Superman fan. Is at the end they go, uh, "Welcome to the planet, the Daily Planet," and. The plant, because the oh, planet alone nice. is now aware of Superman, right? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. And then the music goes. <laughs> Did you watch it with him? No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, well, then you don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder, if you're listening. Okay. Well, how did you feel about that? Like, because Brett, I guess Brett was expecting there to be more of a story arc where Lois Lane, yeah. like, discovers that she's dating Superman. Tra- traditionally, <laughs> in the comics, and I guess in, like, other media, Lois Lane doesn't know that he's Superman. And he, in the olden days, he would do that thing where he saves the... the Whatever, as Superman saves the town, as Superman. And then he'd put and then on he'd come, his glasses. Yeah, put on, and then he'd be like, she'd be like, where were you, Clark Kent? He'd be like, I guess I was just nowhere. And then he'll like wink at the camera, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and we all know like, oh, he did it. Um, in the movie, they, they changed some stuff, you yeah. know? Like they changed some stuff about Krypton in the movie. You know, they changed some stuff about the the whole thing with the air affecting him in certain ways. I don't think really existed so much except for in the movie. Um, when he, if he gets the Batman vs Superman, uh, they definitely change some stuff with Jimmy Olsen that he might have problems with. So, well, I don't know. Brett's not like a huge Superman fan. Yeah. I think he was mostly like, oh, I thought this, this is what it was. He's yeah. like, who is this Amy Adams chick? And it, then he ended up watching a whole movie. But <laughs> yeah, well, that's cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And it's like, yeah, the um, yeah, I mean. That's how it is in the movie. So, yeah. in the movie, she found out. I just thought that you would enjoy talking about Man of Steel. <laughs> yeah, I did. So, listen, so we're still in kind of the, is it like the honeymoon phase? What would you call that of the cast right now? Like, to get, we're more at the, like, the first date phase of the cast. <laughs> between Tess and I and you guys as the listeners. Um, so, if you don't know, uh... My two biggest things that I love are Disney princesses and DC superheroes. And we just talked about both of them. And we just talked about them. So I don't know if you can tell, like, how big is my smile right now, Miss Tess? Speaking of, uh, well, speaking of princesses and DC superheroes, yeah. did you see the most recent ALA publishing magazine that just came out? <laughs> did you see this? I did. Oh, God. So, guys, um, 
ALA, the American Library Association Publishing Magazine, is a magazine that has uh, stuff that we can buy. Anyone mm-hmm. can buy, but we get a discount if you're ALA members. Uh, bookmarks, posters, and all that. And if you're aware of the, what's it called, like Celebrity Reads posters, yeah, yeah. where you'll see, uh, what are famous, like John Legazamo holding whatever book he's got. Common is holding uh, The Audacity of Hope. Great poster, Common's like, you know, posing. Um, Common, tweet at us. Common, if, if, please, we want to know. We're a big fan of your celebrity reads. We're also a big fan of your furniture show that you run <laughs> for a while. Guys, if you're not aware of this, Common, the actor slash rapper, rapper slash actor, was the host of a uh, furniture designing show for a short while that I was a big fan of. He, uh, No one makes... Uh, critiquing ping pong tables sound quite as BA as Mr. Common. So please tweet at us at same team y'all. Um, anyway, um, Gal Gadot, the, or is it, Gal, have we ever figured out? I think it's Gal Gadot. Cause isn't she of Israeli yeah, descent? People yeah. have told me, I think it's Gal Gadot, but I've heard her oh, say, okay. pro- I've heard her pronounce the T at the end. Let's just so, call her Gal. Hey Gal. Uh, Gal Gadot <laughs> slash Gal who plays Wonder Woman in um, Batman vs. Superman and in the upcoming Wonder Woman film is in the newest uh, Celebrity Reads poster where she's uh, holding a copy of Wonder Woman. Um, it's Wonder Woman uh, 1985 Volume 1. Um, <laughs> Not to get too exact. <laughs> and she's wearing the Wonder Woman regalia and it says reading is a wonder at the top and she's, uh, you've seen this right? Uh-huh. And she's like smiling. And she's staring like at me, and it's amazing. So I, I may have told. Uh, wow, well, I, I don't know if we can go through a cast without talking about our good friend Jill. No, uh, I may have told uh, Miss Jill that um, I felt like someone on the youth services staff might need that uh, poster. I so when we got, and she may have agreed with me. We, we purchased saying. three copies of that poster, Tess. <laughs> I found I found an area up because we don't have a lot of room at. Um, at my library, so Tess and I work at different libraries. So at my library, we don't have a lot of room for posters, unfortunately. But I found a spot for her poster, and I found a spot above my desk for her poster. And then I need to figure out where to put the third poster, you know? <laughs> like so, in your home, maybe? Well, I made the joke earlier, like, above my bed, maybe? <laughs> like, you're just smiling uh, down. She would look, It would look really cute in Freya's room. It would, if I got it framed, right? Yeah. I do have the... You saw the Wonder Woman uh, thing I've got in Freya's yeah, room. Yeah, you do. That's what really cute. What is it cute. called? Um... Everyone is a wonder. No. Yeah, it's a little. I don't. I don't remember what the saying is, but it's got all different size ladies and yeah. different um, uh, shades of skin, yeah, and yeah. they're all Wonder Woman. And yeah, it's, it's uh, really great. Different sizes, uh, different different um, um, ethnicities, and there's a young girl wearing bracelets in a wheelchair as well as Wonder Woman. It's uh, kind of awesome. You also have a really amazing painting of a dragon. <laughs> in there. I'm going to tweet that out so everybody can see yeah, it. Do, do it. So the, the story of that dragon, guys, when you see this dragon, it is what some would call a not child-friendly dragon, right? Like, it's kind of a scary dragon walking along the beach with a, uh, like, a young, I don't know if she's an elf or a, or a woman. The hair is pulled over her ears, so you can't tell. Um, but we bought it at the Renaissance Fair, and it was in that room before Freya was even, like, a thought, like, before she was bored. And we were just like, we're just going to leave it in there. And we've had some critique some criticisms from family members saying we don't think it's child friendly. Oh, really? Yeah, and I, my answer is, uh, what, what's my official answer? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Like, I think it looks cool. And to be honest, if she grows up with it, you know? Yeah. I think it's really cool. I think it's really cool. <laughs> I mean, maybe uh, maybe Freya will be born, maybe she'll be uh, filled with tougher stuff than people think. She's ready for her first job interview already, so. Already. Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, what else are you loving, Miss well, Tess? Um, or I saw you messing with your... Whenever you mess with your phone, I assume you got your next thing queued up. Yeah, I'm like, I'm looking at my notes. Because you got your notes, yeah. Well, I was uh, I was thinking about... Um, uh, we we're talking about heroes, and I was reading a book recently about another kind of hero. I read this really great book. Washington? Uh, <laughs> I try to guess. Yeah? Yeah, okay. Did I get it? Well, yeah, I read this book. It's called Lafayette okay. in the Somewhat United States. It's Lafayette? By, yeah, it's by Sarah Val. And it's about the Marquis de Lafayette, and it's a, a lot of the book is about his uh, friendship with George Washington mm-hmm. and how the alliance between um, the Continental Army and the French 
uh, is why we have independence. That's awesome. Um, which is kind of crazy to think about because nowadays um, we don't. I don't. We don't really respect the French as allies as much as we should because we're on the same team, y'all. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, if you haven't picked up this cast, is a lot of us talking about what we love, but also a central tenet of the cast is guys. We're all, and when we say all, we don't just mean like all. Like, people of the same race or people of the same country. Like, it's all people, right? We're all on the same team. And I've have you ever talked to someone about, like, has anyone... Here's the deal. I worked at Target once, and someone made a, a disparaging comment about the French once. And everyone laughed in the room. Mm-hmm. And I said, why do you not like the French? <laughs> they didn't have an answer. They were like, because they... they frog legs <laughs> I, was like, I was like guys maybe we should think about if you really hate something maybe you should think about why you do and yeah. then try to figure out the real reason for it yeah it, even if it in this case it seems like just like societal pressure is telling you to hate it you know and and the truth is we wouldn't have exactly freedom we would Boom. be we would still be part of the united kingdom yeah. if we if the french didn't help us out during yeah. that war and so i feel really bad when i go to a restaurant and i see freedom fries on the menu and yeah. i'm like wait guys have we totally forgotten about the Marquis de Lafayette? Yeah. And he was a, oh, so beloved. And I got to learn so much about him, um, not only when he came over and helped us uh, win the war, <laughs> but also he <laughs> Thank came... Thank you, Lafayette. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Marquis. You can't see I'm, I'm doing that kiss to the sky thing. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> he also came over, um, like, decades later, uh well, I guess what happened if you're a if you're a historian if you study American history, which you should, um, it's very exciting. Um, but we had uh, we had five presidents: uh, Washington, Adams, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe. Boom! And those Damn, like a pro. You were see all of our revolutionary presidents, yeah. and then but all the dudes who fought in the Revolutionary War were. were their lives were ending at that yeah. point you know it'd they're been, older it'd been a it'd been a generation they're older so, gentlemen so the next president was going to be someone who was not involved in the revolutionary war and america apparently was kind of freaking out about this we're like well who do we look to for our leaders you know we've just looked to these same founding fathers who's gonna be the next person to lead us mr john quincy adams well it was john quincy adams <laughs> spoiler J- alert jqa yeah. um son of a founding father um, didn't necessarily work out that well for mm-hmm. him. Um, JQA, by the way, a fascinating fellow, n- not really a memorable presidency. Yeah. But he had a lot of cool stuff before and after his presidency, including he was the lawyer on the Amistad case, mm-hmm. played famously by Anthony Hopkins in the Amistad movie. I think an important thing, too, about him is when people complain about, uh, like, oh, this guy's son is going to be a president yeah. in, you know, American dynasty. It kind of was set up from six presidents in, you yeah. know? Like, just a, just a heads up, guys, you yeah. know? So, well, I always think that about anything people are outraged yeah. about. I'm like, do you study history? Because this has already happened, yeah. like, seven times before. But, uh, oh, my, can I just tell you my, fam- my favorite John Quincy Adams story real quick? Please. I think we... <laughs> I think tests that we we all have a favorite John Quincy Adams story. Don't we all? Yeah. Don't we all? Uh, Guys, wonder... please uh, email your favorite John Quincy Adams stories. <laughs> uh, same team y'all at gmail.com. Please do. Um, so apparently John Quincy Adams was, uh, so he was part of the Adams uh, family, the famous uh, American Adams. Um, <laughs> Which Sorry. were known uh, to be, I believe the description of John Adams was um, rotund. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said they were a stocky family. Um, but JQA was very athletic. Um, in fact, he used to walk to Congress every day. And that was a big thing he liked to do. He also walk liked it. to swim in the Potomac naked. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, uh, the story goes, and I don't know if this is a true story because there are no other eyewitnesses. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. This is an apocryphal I think story. I, I think I know where you're going, but okay. Um, he, 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 he went to Skinny Dip in the, uh, in the Potomac. He took off all his clothes. He set them on the shore. He went swimming. And there was a intrepid female Boom. reporter. That's right. Who had been trying to get an interview with the president. And he was not granting her an interview, so she went. And she was she, a girl. She sat on his clothes, and when he came back from swimming, she was like, "Now you're going to give me that interview, or you don't get your clothes back, Mr. President," which That's I so think great. is amazing. Um, but, anyways, James Monroe. To go back to, the, <laughs> I, I was talking to you about Marquis, and I got a little, I got a little tangential yeah. story about JQA. Um, uh, uh, so, President Monroe was our last revolutionary president. A president during the 
era of good feelings, mm-hmm. by the way, which I love. Um, but he wanted to get everybody on board with this, like, okay, guys, you know, my second term's almost up. I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna have to elect somebody else. And, um, it's gonna be okay, y'all, because we're all on the same team, y'all. And to prove it, I've invited the Marquis back from France. Remember him? Remember Remember the Marquis? And everyone was like, Remember this guy? Lafayette. Lafayette, when he arrived in the country, like, two-thirds of the city... Uh, I think it was wherever he he landed, New York or Philadelphia or something. <laughs> Two thirds of this city, tens of thousands well, of people a, came. He's like out a freaking hero. Him. He is. He was yeah. a war hero, and yeah. everyone loved him. And uh, everyone in France, but like two thirds of the city in France, like went to see him off. He was yeah. this amazing person. They really broke the mold when they made him. And if you want to learn more about him, you should definitely read that. Book. Okay, Tess. Here's a challenge. What's the moral of that story for our listeners? That we're all on the same team. We're all, yeah, I was going to say, like, um, (laughs) if you find yourself upset about something or hate, I don't, hate is a strong word, but, you know, hate, mm, angry about something and try to just take one moment, even if it's like a few seconds, to think about why you're mad at it. And then see, because chances are it might not be what that actual thing is. A lot of times I find there's something I'm mad at, either a coworker or I've got an argument with Amanda. If I take three seconds to think about why I'm upset, it's because of, like, what she said, I think it made me seem dumb. She, it's not her saying I'm dumb. Mm-hmm. It's what I think. And if you realize, well, that's just what I'm thinking, that's not what she's saying. She literally just said, that's where the spoons go. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and I think the same thing could be said for um, people's disrespect of France. So, yeah. Um, if, or any, just any... Uh, uh, anything. Any resentful feelings yeah. you're having. Just... Uh, f- feel free to examine not, them. Not to say that there's any. Not to say that there's no. Um, what's the word? Like deserved. Oh, you know what I mean. There's lots of there, valid reasons to is. be upset Thank about. Thank you. Things. Not to say that it's not like you can't be upset, but just take a moment to make sure that it's like it's that you know why you're. Thank upset. you. That it's earned. Yeah. You know. So um, if do you think we're three? This is the third episode. Do we have any listeners in France? Do you think? Oh man, that'd be great. There's iTunes in France, right? Yeah, yeah it's is. like around the world. Bonjour, <laughs> our French listeners. You ever take a French class in high school? Never. I dig. Here's one. <clears throat> je suis un ananas. I am a pineapple. Also, <laughs> je ne porte pas de pantalones. I am not wearing pants. <laughs> you are wearing pants, though. I am. Wearing... <laughs> and you are not a banana. Je suis je... or a pineapple. Uh, oh, ananas, ananas, ananas. It's a pineapple. Yeah. I thought it was a banana. Oh, is it? No, it's not. It's a pineapple. You're right. <laughs> um, this has been your French well, lesson. <laughs> <laughs> this should be a new segment French... where we we learn a new French, French word every episode. French lessons. Let's with, do it. With Eric and Tess. Um, let me ask you, since we were talking about presents. And I gotta tell you, Miss Now, Miss Tess, I thought we were really good friends. Yeah, and I, we are. But yeah. I thought I knew you fairly well. <laughs> and until we started the same team, like here's the deal: we recorded ten episodes of another podcast. <laughs> you like mentioned historical events maybe twice that whole time, <laughs> and it was in reference to the Hamilton musical. Yeah. And now we start oh. same team, y'all, and all of a sudden I see this whole new side of you. Yeah. That I never knew about. I think I, I don't like to uh, uh, let my my presidential historian out very often. How because come? Because uh, I think people get tired of it. Now... Oh, the, she's talking about presidents again. Yeah, like, oh, Tess always oh. has something to say about George Washington. Oh. What is it this time, Tess? Um, so I, uh, I try to, um, keep it locked up tight, but yeah. I, I just let can't it help out. it. I can't it help out. it, but let it out every once Have in a while. Have you been, this is a dumb question, since your favorite president is George Washington. But I haven't been to Mount Vernon, though, if you're about to ask Whoa. That. I know, I really need to I mean, to go. no judging, but this is, for the record, he's your favorite president, <laughs> he right? Is, yeah. Yeah. I know, I really can need we, to go. Can we go and record from Mount Vernon? Oh my god, that would be I amazing. need a battery pack for my laptop. We should do that! I love it! I, I've been to Mount Vernon several times. This is not bragging, I'm just telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to Mount Vernon so many times, guys. <laughs> oh la la. And it is awesome. When I was a kid, I had gone and it's just the house, right? Yeah. In the gardens. Yeah. And you go down to the water and there's like a replica of like his eight-sided barn he made or whatever. 12, 16, I don't know, whatever. And all that. But then since then... They've made like this whole museum mm-hmm. that is basically, let's say Mount Vernon wasn't there, it could stand on its own with enough items from the Washington estate. And there's, it's basically two halves. One is more grown up, like uh, the items on display and signage. And then one is more, I don't want to say child friendly, but more hands on activities. Like interactive. Exactly. Yeah. 
and um, it is all kinds of awesome. Our good friend, Mr. Uh, Sean, that works at Third Eye, our local comic shop, I have very good memories. Last time I went there, I went with him and my wife, and we went to Mount Vernon, and they have a thing called, um, what is it called, the Spy Experience? No, Agent shoot a goose i'm not gonna remember but it's basically like you get these wristbands and then you have to like go to different places at mount vernon and pretend to be a spy oh that's so cool you download this free app and the app will be like (laughs) uh agent whatever you need to go and do the drop site and (laughs) if you know sean sean's like uh, this is when i knew i was in love with sean like we were destined (laughs) to be best bromates for life is that the second it started he was like spies because you could just be a grown-up and just like walk to the place and be like I did it. Goodbye. But he was like sneaking and he was there. And there was one that was like, go to the horse barn and whistle Yankee Doodle. And do the, and he was like whistling. And then he was like, oh, I guess this is the clue. <laughs> you know? It's amazing. I don't know if they're still doing it. But anyway, we earned the gold wristband. Oh, nice. It doesn't mean anything, but we own okay, it. Okay, I'll tell you, um, one of the reasons that stops me from going, this is so stupid, Uh-oh. is that I'm afraid it's going to be like emotionally overwhelming for me. Oh my God, really? Yeah, because so um, I uh, probably, my second favorite president is uh, Abraham Lincoln. I was going to guess. Oh, no, I should like What's your guess. third favorite? Do you have a third Do you want to guess? Go ahead, guess. Okay, so first favorite, Washington. <laughs> yeah. Second favorite, Lincoln. Yeah. I feel like you're going more like, um, I don't want to say mainstream, but you know, well-known <laughs> presence. Third favorite, it's not TR, is it? It is TR. Is it? Is it? Oh, you are lying to me. It's your third favorite TR. <laughs> Give it to me. Mm. <sighs> Guys, I'm so sorry I just yelled at the mic. Did I really guess your third you favorite? Did, you oh, did, God. <laughs> Teddy Damn Roosevelt. Theodore. Guy, Theodore old, Roosevelt. The, the, old, the old manly man himself. This guy. You know what, Tess? The is there any chance? So here's the deal. We're discovering new things about ourselves right now, right? Because I never knew you were into history. Yeah. I was a history major in college. Yeah. But I don't. I don't like. I've the, always really respected that about you. Really? Yeah. You're so sweet. The, um, but I don't like the. I don't like to brag about my history knowledge. Yeah. Could we do a separate cast of just history talk, I or do we just make it a just make it an ongoing thing? Should we do a segment, a history segment, history, every every we episode? We don't really have segments yet. No, we don't. We can make them up. Well, we've got our French our French lesson. Are we really segment. gonna do that? <laughs> we'll have to I kind of like doing segments again. Um, but let me tell you. So my second favorite president is Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. And um, I uh, I did. I visited the Lincoln Memorial one oh. time in my life. And I was a tearful mess. Like, it, I, we didn't do anything but just look at his yeah. his uh, his visage there. And I just was like a wreck. It's powerful, though. Yeah, it's super powerful. And just to think about all of the things that he accomplished and how great a person he was. Like, I feel like if I go to Mount Vernon and I'm actually there, well, like, when where you, Washington you, well, was. Well, not only where he was, but where his remains are. Yeah. Like, you know, he's buried on site. I think the thing about the Lincoln Memorial, to me, is that... So, um, there's a Jefferson Memorial, right? Yeah. Um, or, but the thing is that was built like years and years and years and years after his death, mm-hmm. right? Because he's kind of a controversial character. People, people now go like, oh, founding fathers, they're all best bros and they loved each other and what made America. No, that no. wasn't that. Not at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> TJ um, was such a troublemaker. He was such a troublemaker. So it was made like years and years and years later. But like when Lincoln died... Like, I think they commissioned them, and guys, for real history, like, buffs, correct me if I'm wrong, but they commissioned that monument, like, minutes after his death, and it was up, like, almost immediately. You know, like, I think it took a while, but I mean, not like, let's, should we do this? You know, like, everyone was like, yeah, let's, let's do this. Let's do it. As uh, overall, you know, TJ over there is like, uh, guys, you know, <laughs> and to me, that's like the strongest thing about yeah. that. Like, we're all on the same page. We're all on the same team. Even yeah. at the end of, like... The, the period where we're the most on two different teams, right? You know? Which yeah. a lot of people, I can think you see that those rifts still exist, unfortunately. Yeah. You know? So. Which is it's so depressing that he died because yeah. if he hadn't, can you think about, like, the the, what recon- happened? the reconstruction yeah. period with Lincoln at the helm would have been so different. Yeah. <sighs> has that story existed? Like an alternate reality where he hasn't, where he wasn't shot? I don't, you so, mean like a like a like uh, what if Lincoln just, a novel or something like, like Lincoln that. wasn't shot right like mm-hmm. like uh, what the world would be like Booth Booth is like I'm gonna shoot you and he was it death tyrannus whatever yeah. he yells in the theater and someone like grabs him and they're like no you don't and he punch him and then he's Lincoln's like boy that was a oh, close okay. call <laughs> close, close call buddy and then he goes on like what would have happened you know what I mean yeah 
what would happen, uh, Andrew Johnson wouldn't be president. Yeah, right. Um, and I feel like uh, the country would have made it more a priority yeah. to... Um, the former slaves would have had more rights immediately. And I think we're forgetting the biggest thing about how many less vampires there would be in the, in the world. No joke. If, no joke. If, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter is he was, an amazing if, film. If he was Everyone able, go see it. If he was able to live just a little bit longer, how many... There's a part in that movie. There's a part in this movie that to me is like golden because I, I is love... It's the part with the horses. It's the part with the horses where I think it's a vampire picks up a horse and throws it at him. And then they have a chase on horseback. On the ho- like he's but, like, like jumping. They're running on, on the horses. horses. Oh, so, it's so much great. Fun. I Such a um, good movie. thank you for killing all those vampires, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. But you know what? If you're a vampire and you're listening, same team, y'all. Same team, right? y'all. You We're know? on the same team with We're you guys. We're all too. on the same team. Um, <laughs> the you were mentioning going and being worried about being really emotional at, at uh, Mount Vernon. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of being very emotional. I'm in the middle of rewatching the Marvel movies right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because so, um, at the time of this recording, uh, Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 2 is about yes. to come out in, like, what, a week? Two yeah, weeks? Yeah. Is it May 2nd or May, something May, like that? I think it's May 5th. And I, like, part, you know this about me, Tess. I, my personality is <laughs> the type that I was like, to fully enjoy this, I should probably just rewatch the 15 movies that precede it to, like, really get the hype train rolling. So I started rewatching. All the Marvel movies, starting with Iron Man in 2008, and Incredible Hulk, and then uh, Iron Man 2, and Thor, and I'm halfway through Captain America now. Okay. Okay. So anyway, I'm watching... Have you seen Thor? Yes. Okay. Uh, Have you seen it for a while, or...? I mean, it's probably been a while since I've seen it. I'm watching it last night, and there's a scene where... There's two... (laughs) There's there's a scene... So, if you're not familiar with the Thor movie, uh, the basic premise is that Thor was this, like, arrogant guy, right? And he was quick to wanting to start a war with the uh, frost giants. Was it Joden Jotunheim? The Jotuns. Yeah. And um, Odin casts him out, takes away all his power and his armor, and he it, he puts a spell on Molnir, mm-hmm. or as Darcy calls it, meow meow in that movie. <laughs> and he only those who are worthy can pick up the hammer. Mm-hmm. So Thor is a basically immortal, and he. Um, goes and he gets the hammer okay so there's a part in this movie where he's getting it and he is you see it on his face he's so convinced like now i got this he even tells um what's that check's name natalie portman thank you like oh were you just gonna walk out he's like no i'm gonna fly out (laughs) and he gets the hammer and he can't lift it do you remember this yeah and i it's just guys i'll be honest with you it's a goofy action movie Mm -hmm. you shouldn't really be having any life-changing epiphanies about it but amanda looks over Oh, I'm getting like I don't know if you could tell. I'm getting. Te- Are you I, having a tearful moment? I, I, and I was like, just. <laughs> oh no! Hashtag grown man cry. I know. Hashtag Get used to this. The um, because I think I was holding Freya at the time, right? Okay. And I was really like, and I was like, he's pulling on it, and he he falls on his knees, and I'm like, whoa! And I was like, and Amanda looks over. She's like, "Are you okay?" And I go, "Can you imagine like loving something so much?" And then learning that you're no longer worthy of that thing that you love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's so powerful to me. Like, I was like, this is like, this movie's a lot deeper than yeah. it's, it's supposed to just be like, let's punch some stuff. And that really is what it is. But I mean, like, <laughs> at the end, of it, like, he's not, it's not that he couldn't lift it. You know, it wasn't that he didn't have the power to do it. It was that he's just not worthy. Like, he was just not the right person for that hammer that was his birthright. Like, oh my God, that's so But sad. He, he becomes it again. In, in 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> they, they he does, be, I guess, and the moment that it happens is when the, is it the destroyer, like that big suit of armor, when he decides to give his life to save his friends is, I guess, the moment, right? Because I guess again. we're assuming when the destroyer hits him, boom, since he was a human, at that time, or, you know, no, no longer strong, that he would have died, and that was the moment. But, I mean, it was still, like, I don't know. Like, I, and she was looking at me. So, guys, basically, guys, there's no shame in tears. No. Hashtag. Hashtag. No shame in tears. No no, no tear shame. <laughs> Hashtag grown man crying. Anyway, I'm rewatching it, and I'm loving him. I wanted to share that moment with you. That's so. great. How, how many minutes in are we, by the way? Oh, uh, here, let me turn the, guys, you're going to hear me turn the laptop. <laughs> There we go. See, it's oh, that number okay. up there. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, um, we should probably start wrapping up. 
Probably. Did you, um, we usually tell like a library story. Ah, that's right. And um, did you have a library story? Um, I do. Um, okay. Yeah, I do. Nothing super amazing, but uh, this. Um, have you ever been to Greenwell State Park? Um, I haven't. Yeah, it's actually. So you're. We're recording at my house. It's out on Soderley Road, which is right down the road, and then it is like a little bit down there. I just did a story time there. Yeah. And um, I don't get to do a lot of story times outside of the library. Um. But I've tried to do one at Greenwell, like every, like at least once every story time season, and it like went really well. It was actually during Easter weekend, and I was really nervous no one would show up, and it'd be me sitting around with these books. And I had teens <laughs> coming from um, Leonardtown High School to do like a teen reading buddy thing. Okay. So I was worried it'd be me and, and six ten, yeah, six teens like staring at each other. But a bunch of kids showed up, and it was actually like really awesome. Miss um, Sue from my library came by with her grandson, oh, that's and great. he had a lot of fun. And uh, we did. I realized. So I like doing story times when I'm not in the library because you have to like rethink things. Mm-hmm. We usually yes. do like a sorting game with like all these pieces. Yeah. But I think outside where there's wind, that's not a good idea. Work, yeah. Blow them all in the trees mm-hmm. and then all the kids are like, what are we going to do? Also, I realize like sound sounds weird outside. Yeah. So I have to like, how do I do story time like without the iPod, right? You right. know. So I realize like uh, Mr. John's Snake in the Grass, mm-hmm. there's only five words in the whole song you just sing it yeah. it works perfectly you can still do the same thing you did so. an acapella story time yeah, yeah. there's <laughs> an idea there Aka what? <laughs> what but anyway my story time went really well uh, i don't have any particular moments other than shout out to greenwell state park thank you guys so much for letting me come by i'm gonna come by for two more story times over yeah. the summer over there, i love so. when we get a chance to go outside with the kids yeah um you know because uh <laughs> As you know, the library is indoors. <laughs> I love when we can take the kids outside yeah. and do cool stuff. Like uh, uh, recently at my library, we had um, there's a there's a really great lady who volunteers oh. at our library, and she works on a farm. She's a shepherd. And she brought some lambs for the kids to see. And so we took the kids outside. I saw pictures of that. You yeah, tweeted those out. I you? did. I did. And we, uh, we fed the lambs. Um, sometimes I take the kids out after story time and we do chalk drawings yeah, on, the, on the sidewalk right outside. So it's always fun when you're, like, entering the building to see these, like, really colorful chalk drawings. And uh, oh, somewhat recently we made, <laughs> we made rocket ships. Um, and these, they're just, like, little paper rockets. And then you stick them on a straw. And you can blow into the straw, awesome. and they, they fly out. And uh, and uh, we we went outside and we did a blast off, when, and then we had to do like three more blast offs because it was so much fun. But I do I love when we can take the kids outside. Yeah, to me, and it's it's tough too because like I went to the Greenwell for my story time, and um, my supervisor, our branch manager, super nice lady, respect for her, but um, she had asked me like, uh, so how many people did you have there? It wasn't a lot, right? Like, I had, yeah. like, nine kids, 12 adults, five teenagers that I forced to come to get their volunteer hours, you know? <laughs> um, so, like, it's one of those things, too, that it's it's hard to put into, like, if you just look at, like, statistics, like, how many people came to this program, yeah. it might not have looked that successful if that's your yeah. only measuring stick. But really, is that what we're there to do, right. to get as many people as possible? Yeah. Probably not. Is it to make sure everyone's having a good time? And to show these kids that the books can be a lot of fun and that you can have fun at the library or with librarians. Yeah, yeah that's the it's point, It's that, like, right? quantitative versus qualitative yeah. statistics and, like, how do you gather that qualitative information? Yeah. It's hard. Like, I remember one time I had a program. <laughs> I was supposed to do, like, a book club and uh, for, for teens. Is this and, the comic book club? Yeah, <sighs> and I had one. What's his name, Justin? <sighs> what was his name? You should know. He was the one guy. Roger. Roger. His name was Roger. Roger, if you're uh, listening. Yeah, Roger, if you're listening. I had a great time with you at our comic book club. You're the only kid who came. You, um, But you, you still drank most of my sodas and ate most of my snacks, which I appreciate. And <laughs> we had we had some really great conversations about, because it was a comic book club, and we ended up talking a lot about, um, uh, he really liked Batman, so we ended up talking a lot about, um, we ended up talking a lot about the Joker and Harley Quinn and their yeah. relationship. Relationship ah. and like whether or not they love each other or he loves her or she loves him and is he using her and is um and it was like just what really, is that yeah it was really great experience and I think that it was it was a good experience for him to like talk to a grown up about stuff yeah and uh, but on paper it looked like a total fail because I just yeah. got one kid to show up and it was just <laughs> and I had I had paid money for snacks and stuff and. Um, uh, but it ended up being a really good program. So I think we just have to figure out, um, 
you know, focusing on uh, what the library is really there for. Yeah. Is it, it really like to get as many people to a program as possible? To me, Probably the library is there to, to change people's lives for the better. Yeah. And if you did that with a few people, then it was a success. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this is also indicative, not just like in our library system, or whatever, but really, guys, not to get like too real, there's kind of a funding crisis going on for yeah. libraries, you know? In general, and, yeah. Yeah, and I think if you just look at numbers and you go, well, guys... This number of items circulated last year. This is how many items circulate this year. This is how many people went to programs this year, last year, and this is how many went this year. It's going to paint one picture, but if you see that, like, because of this one program, if only five people showed up and it was, let's say, a build your resume program, and like three of them found a job, yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, you can't. That's something you can't just like quantify as, and well, that's worth this many dollars. You know, yeah, it, it, and I think that's the greater issue, not just like with our system, but the idea of like, and you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinions. But if you're listening and you're like, "Hey, I think Eric and Tess are cool, but they better find new jobs because everyone knows Google exists." So why are you in a library, <laughs> guys? Um, just inside knowledge, uh, libraries a lot more than just the books on the shelf. Yeah, you know, um, and we we do a lot more. Where this is where we snap. We do we do a lot more than um, for the community than I think some people that may not need the library realize. Yeah. You know, at uh, last year uh, there's a conference every year that all the libraries librarians in the state or a lot of them like to go to, and I was at this conference last year. Just a real, real quick story. Oh, you're okay. <laughs> I was at this conference last it's year. Okay, Tess. And uh, and they give an award to like the best librarian of the year. Which has got to be hard to pick. Like, who is that? Yeah. yeah. Well, who it was last year when I went, and I'm not going to remember her name, and I feel really bad, but she is the she was the manager of the library in that was in the midst of the Baltimore riots. Oh. And she I remember got, reading about this. Yeah. She got a lot of pressure to to close the library, and she did close the library. I think the first day of the riots, but she got a lot of pressure to stay closed, and she chose to open the next day. And that day, uh, a, a customer came in, and he she helped him on a computer, get on a computer, and he was writing up some job applications and stuff like that. And, um, you know, the next week he came in and he told her, oh, I got I got two interviews because of that help day. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't have had that opportunity yeah. if that library hadn't been there. That's what the library I mean, is all about. I mean, here's – if you need a job – like, guys, inside baseball, I'm kind of at this moment where I'm like, there's a job opening. Maybe I'll go for it. Maybe I won't go for mm-hmm. it. But I have a job. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, should I go for it? This is like a personal – if you need a job, like you don't have one and you have bills to pay, getting one, it will – it's a life-changing moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's that important. Yeah. And so, like, something as small as, you know, keeping that library open is what got it, got it done. Yeah. Um, I wish we remembered her name so I can make that joke. If you're listening, <laughs> you got it done, girl. I'll figure it out for the next yeah. the next episode. So, tune in next next time, next fortnight. <laughs> yeah. Um, we usually end with, like, some uh, life lesson or some we encouraging moments. We don't have a name uh, for the final segment. It's, like, the <laughs> same team y'allness yeah. of it like the same team y'allness kind of permeates the whole cast yeah but we like to end on something a little uplifting or a little um on point for our message yeah. did you have something Tess? i do um and i don't want to like bring the podcast down no, you know it's with okay. my real talk <laughs> but um, real talk is it's a part of life one of our co-workers at the library system that we work at passed away mm-hmm. uh during this fortnight that we were uh that we were just during and um she passed away and it got got me thinking i'm i'm gonna admit i didn't really know her that well she was much beloved by many many people not just in the library but in our community she was uh she was a force of nature for sure and um uh i didn't know her that well and it's got me thinking a lot about um her legacy mm-hmm. and she's definitely leaving an amazing legacy behind of just being this like super progressive refreshing mentor for so many people and um including uh you know people that we work with but also her family uh who loved her very much and i just want to say to all of our listeners out there you know um we don't really know what happens when we die yeah right okay some people think they do know and that's fine same team Mm y'all um but for those of us who don't know 
what happens when you die. I just want to say the one thing that for sure happens when you die is people will remember you a certain way, or maybe they won't. Um, And you want to be thinking about now, what are you doing? Uh, What is your legacy going to be? Like, how are people going to remember you? Um, And um, I think... uh, that, you know, this person left behind a lot of positive memories. And you want to be thinking about just living your life that way so that you also leave behind some positive memories and just, you know, practicing kindness and uh, and uh, all that good stuff. I um, I don't remember, I, I, I don't think this quote is attributed to anyone. I was reading, like, a book on, like, mindfulness. And it was, um, I think it says, I'm like, the only thing that really matters is how you treat people. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, like, if you think about it, the only thing that people will remember and what really matters is how you treat the people around you. Yeah. You know? That's the only afterlife that we're totally guaranteed. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happens when we die. I don't know if we get reincarnated or if we go to heaven or hell. Or, or we if... go to the next version of the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. man. Who knows, I right? don't know what happens, but I do know that... that the only guaranteed afterlife you have is how people uh, remember you. Yeah. And let's all be on the same team and have a legacy of unity. Yeah, I think that's a great point. The um, This librarian, I didn't know particularly well either, but I first started at your branch as mm-hmm. a volunteer and as a page, which if you're not in the library field, uh, library page is the ones that actually put the books on the shelves. Um, yeah, it's not time. a page in a book. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, and but I mean, she was there, and she was the one who encouraged me to go for um, the circulation position over at uh, Lexington Park. You know, yeah. so that story um, is shared by a lot of people in our library. Oh, really? Our, well, just her encouraging them yeah. to 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 do more well, with their I lives. I thought to myself, I was like, I just continue a, in their yeah, career. When I was a page, it was a temporary position. It was just over the summer, and I was like, I, my resume says page volunteer. Uh, electrical meter reader, produce <laughs> person at a at a grocery store. You know what I mean? It wasn't very robust, and I probably wouldn't have gone for it if it wasn't for her. So, and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if it's happened already, but is it her service is going to be at the library? Yeah, it will yeah. Be. I mean, which just shows how much of of her life the library was. If that's yeah. what her family wants, you know. Yeah. So, um, but um, yeah, I think that's a great message for our uh, listeners. Yeah. So. so we're all on the same team, y'all. And uh, and me and Eric really appreciate you guys listening to us, and yeah. we hope that I know I feel like we ended on sort of a down note, but I hope that we did like inspire you uh, yeah. and uh, and made you happy a little bit. I don't today. know if it's a down note; it's a real note. It's you a know? real note. I'll tell yeah. you, I have a lot of friends that I I just have a lot of fun with. Mm-hmm. Um, like so, I have my friend. Uh, I don't think he listens to the cast. Justin, he's my best bro since like high school, and we talk about superhero movies and video games and all that. Um, he his child was five years old until I realized he had a son. Like, he never talked to me about real life stuff. So yeah. I think even though, you know, you said it brings us down, it's very important to talk about that real stuff, yeah. right? Because, guys, uh, Tess, you're one of my best friends. Yeah. Listeners, you're one of my best friends, too. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much for listening. We would love to hear what you are loving right now. Any thoughts you may have on any things we've discussed, uh, things you're enjoying, any other positive informations you want to give to us, you can email us at uh, sameteamyall at gmail.com. And what's that Twitter handle, Miss Tess? At sameteamyall. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.